Hey everybody, I would say good morning, but I'm recording this at night. Um, you'll probably be listening to this in the morning though, so I guess I could say good morning because I'm going to put it on there in the morning. Anyway, um, so it's 8 o'clock at night and here I sit with my new puppy I got. You guys should see her. I'm going to have to post a picture on the page because she's absolutely adorable um she's a lot of work with a two-year-old she's been really jealous of her so we've been having to kind of deal with that but um anyways as i was saying it's eight o'clock at night and here i am about to make my fifth cup of coffee for the day um i should be getting ready for bed but that's not an option for me right now um it's been a crazy couple weeks for me and ashley too i think and probably a lot of you all too um So that kind of brings me, I think, a good thing to talk about that a lot of us can relate to, I know I can right now, is coping skills. Like, how do we handle the daily stressors in our life? Like, when we get overwhelmed, what can we do to kind of take back control over that stress and say, hey, it's okay. Um, I'm going to get through this, and we're going to make it out alive. So there's a lot of things you can do. I know sometimes whenever you're in the middle of it you don't stop and think about that just like they're like when you're angry count to 10 and take deep breaths well when you're angry you don't really think about that stuff because you're angry right you're just like I don't want to count to 10 I want to be angry I want to yell and scream or throw things which isn't good to do which brings us back to coping skills um so anyway I'm going to school to study to be a counselor I got one more year left so one of the like main things that we learn about is teaching people coping skills um they also make it a a thing that you should have your own counselor as well when you're a counselor in training which makes a whole lot of sense um I think it's good for everybody to have a counselor not just counselors in training personally but um so pretty much they stress the importance of like self-awareness and coping skills with our daily lives because we deal with other people's Um, problems on top of ours so we have to learn coping skills to learn how to kind of balance and not get overwhelmed with our problems versus theirs and it's just it's a lot anyway not going to go into great detail about that but as I was saying coping skills is something that is like the main things that we want to teach our clients because if we can teach them effective coping skills then we can teach them to be more self-aware and teach them how to deal with things on their own because the goal of counseling a lot of people think it's like you sit in this room and the counselor tells you one two three abc this is what you need to do that's not true we just kind of guide you in the right direction we don't actually give you actual advice because we're not ethically allowed to do that we can't tell you what to do we can't enforce our beliefs on you or what we think you should do we're just not allowed to do that and sometimes we want to do that i mean I'm pretty sure I can speak for all of us, but we just can't. And it's really hard sometimes. So anyway, um, teaching people effective coping skills helps the balance between that because we can guide them in the right direction. But unless we teach them the effective coping skills to go about it whenever stress comes about, they're not going to effectively be able to overall deal with the situations and be able to efficiently deal with things on their own. And we don't want them to depend on us. We're trying to teach them independence and trying to teach them not to rely on us so much so the coping it all goes back to coping skills as you can see I've been repeated that like a hundred million times so anyway um I think that um everyone has their own way of coping um some are healthy some are not 
So first I'm going to start off by saying um, what are some unhealthy coping skills? Probably a lot of stuff that we all do, let's just be honest. Um, the big one is drugs. Um, that's a huge one. Um, and I could go on and on about that because the controversy on drugs and how judgmental people are about people that do drugs and blah, 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 blah. Um, I work with substance abuse every day, so I guess I'm kind of biased for that, which we're not supposed to be biased in counseling either, so I guess I shouldn't say that. Um, but a lot of people use drugs to cope with things because they never learned healthy coping skills. Once again, back to that. So they whenever something happens like they lose a loved one or they lose a job they don't know how to healthy healthily deal with that they just they do the they try a drug or they've tried one in the past and they hear like hey that makes me feel good or they smoked weed and they're like hey that relaxes me that helps with my anxiety which is all cool and stuff nothing wrong with weed um don't tell anyone else i said that (laughs) but um anyway this should be legal soon but um so then they do that, and then something, like, traumatic happens. Like, someone dies or something, and they smoke the weed, but it's not really enough. So then they're like, well, I'm going to take some pills. And then sometimes the doctor might even prescribe them pills, like Kalotopins or something, very strong um, anti-anxiety pills. And then they don't even realize it, but before they know it, they're hooked on it, and they're addicted to it. And then they don't know how to effectively cope without it because they never learned how. And this is like nine times out of ten how a drug addict happens it's not because they're like hey um meth looks cool let me just stick some up my nose or have it smoke it or the many different ways you can do it but um that's usually how drugs happen because they just have learned they've learned that unhealthy behavior and that's how they've learned to cope with their things because they can't effectively do it on their own. I'm sorry if you hear my dog crying. She's very needy. I'm trying to pet her while I'm talking, but she's apparently it's not enough. Anyway, um, so I think my dog needs to learn some healthier coping skills also. Um, so anyway, drugs. That's an unhealthy coping skill. Now, another one that might even be worse than, like more people might struggle with it than drugs is food. Um, I have this problem myself. A lot of people have this problem, and a lot of people don't even realize that it is a problem or that it's bad for you, but it is, and it can kill you just like drugs. It might not have the same, like, altering effects, like you're high and you can't drive and you're slurring words and stuff, but you're eating all this stuff, this greasy food and all these carbs and all this stuff that's blocking your blood from traveling, or I don't know if I'm saying that right because I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything about it. I'm just kind of guessing that's what it does. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Um... So, anyway, we all know that, like, greasy food, like McDonald's and stuff clogs your, um, whatever. It's clogged anything. I want to say pores, which it probably does that, too, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Um, anyway, it causes you to have, like, a stroke and a heart attack. All that can lead to diabetes and heart disease. We all know that, but we don't think about it when we're doing it. Me, for example, I use food to cope all the time, and I know I do, and that's something I'm struggling with and working with myself, but I'm aware of it. Um, like... I'm trying to lose weight after having my baby, of course, which I should have lost it because she's two now. No excuse. But, um, so anyway, so there's my dog crying again. So whenever you, um, so whenever like I'm on this diet, I'm doing really good. And then let's say something stressful happens. Like I get this really hard paper I have to write for school or something. And I'm like, well, you know what? I deserve to, to go get McDonald's while I'm working on this paper because... 
well, because it helps me cope. I mean, it just helps me feel better. I don't know why, if I've had a bad day, coming home and eating a cheeseburger or a cupcake or something just makes my day like a hundred times better. It just makes me happy. And that's honestly, that's not healthy. Um, It's not healthy to starve yourself and never eat nothing like that either. But you got to find a balance and it's not healthy to eat to reward yourself. You've got to find other ways to reward yourself, which will be on another podcast, actually. These all lead to one another and it's hard not to get off subject. Um, So anyway, that's another unhealthy one. Um, Sex isn't a healthy one. A lot of us um, do that, especially like after a breakup or something. Um, You're hurt you're confused and you kind of just giving up sometimes I've been there before and you just kind of you're like well I'm just gonna go out and just have fun and have sex with some people and sometimes it's like almost like you're doing it to get back at the person that hurt you maybe maybe they'll find out maybe it'll hurt them or maybe it just makes you feel better inside um there's a lot of different ways people look at it but that is a huge one too a lot of people have a problem with that not saying it's bad at all obviously I have a kid um but I mean, it's it's a healthy thing. As long as you're not abusing it, just like other things. I mean, I would say something about something, but I can't. I can't so, I don't even know why I keep talking. Anyway, um, just like, I'm just going to say, just like weed can be, um, it can be a healthy coping mechanism. I don't have nothing against it at all. Um, I can't personally do it. And I can't personally say that because I work for a substance abuse place and um, I don't do it myself. But I don't see nothing wrong with people doing it for anxiety. Um, If it helps you, it helps you. Just don't abuse it. Some people smoke it to the point where they can't function, literally. And I know that sounds funny because it's just weed and it don't like do a bunch of stuff to you. But some people literally are so dependent on it that, I mean, they can't live without it. They spend money on it versus getting food or paying their bills and that's when it becomes a problem but if you're doing it in moderation if it helps your anxiety cool do what you want nothing wrong with it um anyway and there's nothing wrong with being on medication for depression or anxiety either let me just throw it out there as long as you're not abusing it um which is a whole nother thing too so anyway that's just a few unhealthy ones i could go on and on there's a bunch of unhealthy ones i'm sure a lot of you guys struggle with if you want to comment and talk about them just kind of throw some out there that you want to talk about or some ideals to just kind of throw them our way that would be awesome um same when we get into the healthy coping skills which i'm going to get into now so um some healthy coping skills are obviously going to counseling of course i'm going to say that because i'm going to be a counselor you can come to me for all your problems <laughs> um anyway but counseling is very healthy. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't matter if you feel like your whole life's going great. There's nothing wrong with going and talking to someone. It gives you a non-judgmental perspective for someone that's not in your family. Um, they're not looking at you from someone else's point of view. They're just hearing your side of the story. And they can kind of give you just a whole different outside perspective. And it just makes you feel good to talk to someone sometimes. It really does. It's, and it's easier to talk to someone, for some people, that you don't know to spill your guts out to people that you're going to be around every day because it just kind of makes it awkward for some of us. I know it does me. I'm not good at opening up to people that I'm around every day. It's just kind of weird. We're all different about that though. Anytime you want to talk to any of us, like we said, feel free. Um, so counseling's healthy. Um, working out is healthy. I was doing that for a long time and I've slacked and I'm about to get started back hopefully tomorrow on that actually. Um, but when I was working out, it really did help me. Like 
I would try to do it first thing in the morning, but if not, I would do it after work. But when I did it first thing in the morning, I noticed my whole day went better. Like, I was more focused on my homework, more focused on my work. I was in such a better mood. I felt better. I didn't eat. Like, it helped me to control my eating more. Um, It just overall made me feel wonderful. It was like the greatest therapy ever. And I honestly kind of got addicted to it for a while. And I hate that I quit. Um, It's very easy to get addicted to once you get started. And it just makes you feel so good about yourself physically and mentally. It releases all those endorphins. And it's it's just awesome. I mean, even if you're not trying to lose weight or gain weight or whatever, just to do like a walk, anything like that is so therapeutic. Definitely try it. Um. Also, like writing in a journal or something, getting your feelings out. Um, if you don't want to talk about it, write it down. I used to do that. Or, like, even writing music. I used to do that. Me and Ashley used to do that, actually. Um, we should let you hear some of our songs sometimes. They're pretty funny. Um, but it made us feel better, especially when we were going through some breakups. We thought were, like, the worst thing ever, which now they're nothing. But... Um, we love to write anything we we're going through. We just write songs about it, literally. And it was just awesome. And it really made us feel better. And that's something that I would honestly really like to get back into. Because I really miss that a lot. Music really is so therapeutic. Even just listening to it in your car with, like, the windows down, blasting. I love doing that. I don't get to do that much because I usually have my toddler in the car. And I don't want to, like, bust her little eardrums. But when she's not in the car, I jam on out. So, um, yeah, music's a great one dancing which is kind of like working out um yoga which is working out i'm sorry my dog keeps on crying it's okay stella say hi say hi she licked the phone (laughs) um anyway i could go on and on with healthy ones too but we would be on this podcast for like hours and hours if i named like all the unhealthy and all the healthy coping skills but once again feel free to comment with any more ideals or anything to kind of give some other people some ideals um because we could all be creative and use ideals which is another one too um like doing creative like arts and stuff like photography or like cricket that's really in right now like making stuff with your cricket um scrapbooking uh I like tie-dyeing stuff like tie-dyeing shirts and stuff I love to do that painting painting is very therapeutic I wish I had more time to do that like I like going to like I don't know if all of y'all know where the garden of the gods is because some of y'all aren't from like around here but like it's like a huge cliff thing or like going to the mountains or the ocean even or like a pretty scene and just like painting or listening to music and just kind of being alone alone time is a good one too um like Used to, when me and my boyfriend would fight, I would, like, want to um, just scream and yell until I got all my feelings out. And I'd always say stupid stuff I didn't mean, and it just made it worse. But now I've learned, when I fight with people, just to walk away or sleep it off and then talk about it the next day. Um, it's also not healthy to, like, sleep it off and not talk about it at all, because then the problem never goes away. But sometimes you need to get away. Like, even with my kids, sometimes she drives me nuts. So, I'm just like, oh, I've got to go in my room for, like, get two minutes and just calm, calm down. Um, and that's healthy because if you don't do that, you are going to end up exploding or doing something you don't mean to say or something you don't mean to do. Um, and it can result in some really bad consequences if you don't do that. I mean, um, not taking up for abusers at all because I don't agree with it. But sometimes that's how abuse happens with kids is... Um, they get so frustrated and they don't take that time to cool down and they just don't even realize what they're doing. I mean, um, I had to do a paper on chicken baby syndrome and 
it was like, I forgot the statistics, but it was a large number that um, a lot of them, they just kind of were like in the moment, they needed to take a break and they didn't. And that's how they did it to their kid. And they had to forever, the kid and the parents had to suffer consequences. And it's so sad. So please make sure you take that time to calm down if you need it. Even if it's just for a minute, it helps. I promise. And it's hard to think about when you're mad. Trust me, I know. I've been there so many times, uh, especially with my boyfriend and stuff and my mother we fight a lot but I have learned to deal with it better and I have learned that our relationships have gotten stronger and closer and I feel better personally I don't say a bunch of mean stuff I don't mean because we don't want to do that either that's not healthy um so please make sure you're taking that time to calm down and just talk like after you do calm down it helps because you guys can kind of just talk and see each other's side better but when you're both mad you want to, the other person wants to blame the other person, then you want to blame this person, and it's not going to work. You're not going to be able to talk because you're just going to be yelling back and forth and blaming one another. So just calm down before you talk. It's hard, but just please do it. Um, which is another thing you can do like meditation and like mindfulness stuff that helps you kind of de, de um, sensitize and stuff. And there's also um, this thing called, um, God, I can never say it right, systematic desensitization. I don't think I said that right, but I learned it in school. Um, whenever I had to do my residency, we did it, and it's really awesome, actually. Like, they even have apps. I'll have to get it for you guys and post it on the page, but it helps me sleep when I'm, like, really having trouble sleeping. You just kind of, like, literally relax every limb in your body, and you go to, like, a happy place where there's, like, the ocean, mountains, even your bed, um, wherever, whatever makes you happy. And they have, like I said, they have the apps that, like, walk you through it. Or you can do it yourself once you get better at it. Like, I do it myself because I've learned how to do it. Um, but it's weird because it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but I swear it really does work. Um, when we did it in my residency, um, my teacher did it. She's really good at it. She's been doing it for a while. And um, we were doing it for probably not even 10 minutes. And it was like two minutes into it. And this guy, I heard him snoring. And um, it messed me up, of course, because I couldn't stop laughing. But... Um, it really does work. It really relaxes you and puts you to sleep. I do it all the time whenever I can't sleep, especially if my back or something's hurting because it's just, I don't know, it's just hard to explain. It's like you're just so peaceful and relaxed. You're not focusing on pain. You're not thinking of thoughts because my mind races like 100 miles per hour when I'm trying to sleep. It helps so much. So I'm going to have to get you guys some info on that. I'll post some info on like mindfulness, yoga, stuff like that you can do. And um, even try to work on some videos for you guys. Um, to look at because like I know working out and stuff a lot of people like well I can't afford a gym membership blah 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 totally get that I can't either nor do I have time to go so I work out at home and um I do like beach body and stuff and that does cost money but there are things that you can do for free and um me and Ashley actually have future plans to make videos of like workouts and stuff at home you can do for free to save you guys money and you still be able to do it so um We'll definitely be working on some videos and some helpful tips and stuff for you guys for that, too. Um, anyway, like I said, I could go on and on forever, so I'm going to shut my mouth um, so this podcast ain't, like, forever long. But, seriously, if you guys can think of any more coping mechanisms that you use, um, feel free to comment or post them on the page so we can let others know. I think this is a great thing to talk to each other about. Talking is the best thing you can do sometimes. And that's really hard for me to do because I want to act like I have everything together. When in reality, I don't. But honestly, none of us do. And it's crazy if people think that any of us have it all together. Because we're human and 
none of us have it all together. We all get sad. We all get depressed. Um, we all have things going wrong in our life, and no one's life is perfect. No one's happy all the time, no matter how much they seem that they are. That's just not healthy. It wouldn't be healthy if we were happy all the time, and life would be boring. So, um, anyway, I hope this podcast kind of helped you guys, even just a little bit. Um, it's kind of short. I'm sorry. Um, but I don't want to bore you guys with this. It can get boring if I keep going on and on. I'll get into, like, all the educational and stuff because I'm a nerd when it comes to this stuff. It's, um, something that I love talking and learning about. Um, but, like I said, if you guys want to talk any more about it, feel free to contact me or Ashley. We're always there to talk to you guys. Message, phone call, whatever you want to do. Um, if there's any questions you guys have, always feel free to. Um, and... Also, I don't think we got the suicide hotline posted on the actual page yet, but I'm going to work on that too. Um, also, please tell your friends and stuff about us. Um, the word's getting out pretty fast because um, the thing we're recording on is like, been us on Spotify and everything else. I mean, actually, we're like, oh, I don't know if we're ready for that, but um, I guess we are because it's there and people are listening because they're adding us to the page. So that's kind of cool. But, yeah, tell your friends and stuff about us if you want, um, if you think we're interested at all. Um, we're working on some updates and stuff to the podcast to make it better for you guys. Like I said, hopefully we'll be adding, like, videos. Um, I, I want to kind of make it more entertaining because I realize that, like, all this, like, emotion and factual stuff gets kind of boring. So, I want to do something to kind of try to make it more entertaining for you guys. So, if there's anything that you guys want to hear, like, or see your videos or quotes or just anything that would make it better any suggestions you have please feel free to um throw them out there i would love to hear from you guys because this i mean this is who we do it for is you all so we want to make y'all happy um but of course i'm going to end as always with them suicide hotline number is 1-800-273-8255 you can also get on there and do an online chat just um type google suicide hotline if you feel like um you're just having a really bad day you think you might do something stupid please call them um or us or whoever you trust a 911 anything in an emergency um we would hate for you guys to do something like that just because you feel like you have no other option there's always other options we can go over all the options with you if you feel comfortable talking to us um everything you say is 100 confidential as always um, neither one of us is counselors. I want to make that clear. I'm a counselor in training, but I have not yet got my license. Um, but we're here to talk to you, go through anything with you, refer you to the help you might need, get you the resources and stuff you might need, always. Um, so it's 1-800-273-8255. And it's, you can also go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Um, and you can also go to our page and talk to us, like I've been said a million times. Um, so, usually I end with a quote, but I don't really feel like there's a quote to sum up coping skills. Um, it's such a vast subject, and there's so many different things I could say. So, um, anyway, I'm going to get off here and drink a nice cup of coffee and finish my stuff for the night. Because I returned back to work after my vacation. I went to the Smokies and it was wonderful. If you haven't been there, you should go. It's beautiful, breathtaking. Our cabin was absolutely wonderful. Um, we had the best time. Definitely want to go back. Um, but if you guys have any questions or anything, like I said, drop them on the page. Message us. However you feel comfortable doing it. And we'll see you next time. Well, we won't see you. 
we'll be talking to you next time on the podcast. Throw out some um, examples for some stuff you want to hear also, like any subjects or anything you want to hear about, talk about. That'd be awesome. Like I said, we always want to hear from you guys, and we're always looking for ways to improve the podcast. See you later.